Have you been thinking about attending Marie's classes but just haven't gotten around to it yet? Well, this could be the year for you. Marie has a great lineup of classes and a great new location. Join Marie every third Wednesday of the month at the Marriott Redmond Town Center from 7 to 9 p.m. Topics vary each month and range from embracing your intuition to learning how to surrender and let go so that you can manifest your desires. If you want to delve even deeper, Marie offers an all-day Saturday class entitled Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. This workshop will get to the core of an individual's belief system in order to provoke positive, lasting changes in their lives. This is definitely the class for you if you feel as if your external life does not match your internal desires. Visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com for a complete list of classes. That's energyintuitive.com. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's noon on Thursdays. That's where we are live here in Seattle. And it's absolutely gorgeous outside. In fact, I'm going to go have lunch, maybe a glass of wine, sitting outside in some lovely restaurant after the radio show. It is absolutely beautiful. I want to give out a shout to everyone who came to the class last night. Um, it was called Embrace What Is, Surrendering. We never quite got to the embrace part in this class. We had a lot of people wanting to surrender. So it was kind of an intense class. I want to thank all of you for coming and hanging out for the two hours and getting all the information and techniques, hopefully, that will help you to learn to surrender and ultimately embrace the way life is. And um, if you if you're from that class and you're listening to the show, remember I gave you a little flyer. There are three exercises on there. I think it'll be fun to do those meditations. So today we're talking about personal transformation. So we're talking about what it takes to transform your reality. And what it takes first and foremost is, you know, a recognition and kind of waking up that there's something that needs to be changed within you. And if you really embrace that waking up sort of experience, then you'll be able to Actually, you won't be able to stop. Um, you, you, it will be kind of bombarding you or hitting up against you. It'll be bugging the heck out of you, so much so that you're going to feel forced and motivated to actually move forward in your life. Um, so personal transformation is a lot about having a deep awareness about something within yourself that needs to change. Um, personally, for me, it was working at the hospital, you know, before I actually had some awakening up moments and some energy awareness or paranormal experiences, I recognized that I no longer wanted to work as an oncology nurse. And I love Western medicine. I think science is phenomenal. But I also believe that there are all kinds of new medications that I would love for uh, scientists to discover that actually enhance the healing of the body versus break it down. And so I no longer wanted to be a part of it. When you when you have a when you make a decision like that, it doesn't mean that you're judging what other people are doing. So it's not about judgment or saying, wow, everybody needs to change because this isn't working for me. No, it's about accepting the way, in my case, modern medicine is working at this point in time and recognizing that that's not where I want to be right now. And then walking forward in the direction of what you feel is in your best interest. So it's not about getting angry or frustrated or disappointed. It's about going, no, this isn't working for me. And then having deep integrity with yourself 
to follow your desires towards your dream and not get caught up in society's norms or what's expected of you or what you think is in um, what you think would somehow affect other people negatively. In, in other words, doing what feels good to you is good for everyone else. So do you agree with that, Eric? You think that's good? Uh, I'm sorry. As soon as you said the show was about transformation, you got to realize I grew up in the 80s, so I was thinking all about uh, <laughs> cars turning into robots there for a second. But I am. <laughs> Transformers, you bet. That's right. That's, that's right. right. I remember those. More than meets the eye. But, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, absolutely what you're saying mm-hmm. is very true. Yeah. Yeah, it's an, it's an important component. So mm-hmm. why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Beautiful. Let's go ahead and talk to Michelle, who's calling from Shoreline today. Hi, Michelle. Hi there. How are you? I'm I'm good. Good. Thank what? you so much for taking my call, Marie. Um, sure. Um, well, this topic is kind of perfect. I, I was laid off. Yay! Yeah. I, well, it wasn't yay at first, but <laughs> I, I, it is a yay. I mean... Good. Um, I, all sorts of people are helping me, and I'm transforming my home and the, my paperwork and stuff. And I feel Good. like to create a new life and then find a job. And I've never been successful creating a, a job that really worked for me in the past, but mm-hmm. that's the past. Mm-hmm. I have um, a back injury I'm healing mm-hmm. successfully, but slowly, naturally. and. Mm-hmm. I'm also sensitive to smells because I've been chemically injured. So right. finding or creating something, it can be a little bit tricky. And mm-hmm. so, and I have some fear around it, but it's much better right now. But I, I'm just looking for um, what the next step okay. might be. Some direction. Direction, right? yes. So I'm looking at several of things. You know, you talked about putting papers in order. So one of the things you're doing is clearing out clutter, which is yes. very important for you. You know, for anyone, truly, if you want to make a transformation, you have to have space to allow the energy to expand so you can create something, right? Right. Right, yeah. So you're doing a great job. You're clearing out clutter. You're happy. You feel good. You, you're physically feeling better. Yes. Um, and although I, I don't mean to put this in a category, but environmental allergies, especially when someone is so bombarded by the environment, and I know that yours right now is smells, but it's been other things in the past, too, yes. as well, right? That is kind of a form of victimization, you know, it's because you can't do anything. You're, you're trapped. You basically need to be in some sort of bubble, not completely. Yes. You know, no, that's true. And so you're working on not being victimized. Like, even when you got originally laid off, I could tell that you felt victimized by it, but then it started to be fun. Yeah. You're like waking up in the morning going, this is nice, (laughs) right? So that's really the main um, kind of defense mechanism you're working on is recognizing that you are powerful and that you can have your life the way you want it, that you can have an independent life. I, I would, in terms of the next step, I would look towards something that you can do from home as a career uh, while you ha- continue to have the freedom to create other things that you may want to do for work or to help in the community or because you do want to help. That's yes. what, what I get. And so if, if there's something you could do at home, even as a temporary job that you don't have to do 24-7, maybe you would even be a support for someone else, um, working maybe as a part-time assistant or doing some sort of technical work or something of that nature, Um, while you continue to figure out what you want, because you're working towards being empowered. And that's huge. There's a long line of victimization in your family. And so, you know, you're breaking all of these very old kind of historic genetic traditions so that you can be independent of that. 
Do you see what I mean? Yes. The spine is about will, and your back has improved, and it is still improving in my mind. And that means you're releasing your will, your idea of what you think is supposed to happen, and you're aligning to the divine. You're getting out of the way. Yay. Yeah. Do, Do you feel that's true? Yes, I do. I do, too. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal because you really are very spiritual and that's truly the type of person you are. And so if, you know, if you continue to stay in your spine and kind of feel like you're orchestrating with high expectations, how things are supposed to be, then you're not able to really let go and surrender and let the creation send you down the track of what's in your best interest. Just like me being a person on the radio and having a private practice, I never had a dream for that. It wasn't something I set out and said I wanted to do, but I wanted to do what was in my highest good. And so that means you have to surrender because most of us don't know what is in our highest good. Right. <laughs> right? So that's what you're doing. You know, I kind of, can you take still a couple more months? Can you sit back for a couple months before you engage in something <clears throat> to create resources? Yeah, my, well, my strong sense was not, that not to even work this month, maybe... Maybe June. Yeah, I agree. Uh, June would be perfect. And then maybe someone around you is needing some support in their work, and it's something you can do at home, and they'll give you a nice, you know, paycheck for it. I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to be a huge paycheck, but enough to get through, Yeah, you know, for a while while you continue this processing. Because this is a what you're doing right now is very healing. A lot of people need to heal in order to progress to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I get. Good. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Cody in Seattle now. Okay. Hi, Cody. Hi. Hi. How are you? Um, thank you for taking the call. Absolutely. What can I do for you? Um, I have a friend's issue. She is my friend and also neighbor. Uh-huh. And when she upset, very upset, and uh-huh. then... Um, and then you get upset? Yes, I do very <laughs> upset. <laughs> right. And I'm trying to learn to take a highway, but my tendency to kind of nag it down, what's wrong with her, and right. be righteous. So I would like to know what can I do. <laughs> okay. Well, um, and does most of your family live here or abroad? Abroad. Yeah. And there's a little bit of drama in your family. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. Yes, my mother is very emotional. Yeah. So <laughs> you're kind of comfortable and attracted to drama, you know, and, mm-hmm. and but you're tired of it, too. That's why you also live thousands of miles away from your family. Yes. So yes. Um, so what, what needs to happen is I think that this person needs to remain a neighbor and, and an associate mm-hmm. of, or an mm-hmm. acquaintance, but not a yes. friend, because that's, right. that's what I really think, be, because it, it, it triggers all your buttons and it's hard for you to stay centered in, mm-hmm. in that place of, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, I need to take care of her. She's going to fall apart, and, and I need to help make sure she's all right. And that's really her mm-hmm. job. She needs to figure out how to calm herself down, how to create her own tranquil reality, and not mm-hmm. be stuck, right, in all this drama. And so that's I would right. keep a distance, and I would stop okay. wor- worrying about her, and I would start to look for friends who are more centered, because you're actually more centered. It's just the, mm-hmm. the drama's been outside, and it's familiar. And you might even feel lonely for a little while mm-hmm. when that happens, and that's okay, too. You know, that if you feel lonely, that's okay for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I'm recommending. Does that sound okay? Yes, and I think that's the way I've been trying to do with it, so uh-huh. I have to keep it that Right, because she's going to pull on you because she, yes. you've been, you know, a person who will listen to every bit of her emotional 
mm-hmm. whatever. So she's going to pull on you, and then you're going to feel guilty that you're not helping mm-hmm. her. And I, I would just, you know, recommend that you go ahead and feel guilty, but don't do anything about it because you're not doing anything wrong. She was like this before you met her, and she will continue to be this until she recognizes that this is her issue, and she's the common denominator, and she's the one who ne- needs to make the changes. Do you okay. see what I mean? So my guilt is not so much to listen to her, but I feel guilty because of I think I tend to cut off <laughs> the you, relationship when it's become dramatic. Good. I, great. Good for you. Because that's an old pattern. So I, I think you need to cut it off until you learn to allow yourself to have a relationship with someone who is more balanced in their life. So don't feel guilty about cutting it off. Just tell yourself, okay, I'm still trying to figure this out. I haven't quite figured this out yet. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. Of course. Thank you. I missed your class, but I will be there next time. Oh, great. Yeah, I'll actually be teaching a class next Friday at East West Bookshop in Bothell. That's Um, right. It's about past past lives. Yes. And mm-hmm. if anyone's interested, they can register at re- register at four two five four eight seven eight seven six six. Thank Sounds you so great. much for Thank calling you. in. Uh huh. Have Alrighty. a good day. Thank you. You okay. too. Bye bye. Before we get to any more calls, I've realized we haven't given out the phone I number know. for the show today, so I want to do that real quick here. You can call in if you're in the Seattle or Bellevue areas. Remember, we're live Thursdays at noon now at uh, 425-373-5527. Again, that's 425-373-5527 or toll-free in Western Washington. Well, not even Western Washington, but the whole world. i, I got to put that out. I'm so yeah. used to saying that, but uh, the whole world, eight. 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Great. So uh, feel free to call in and talk to Marie. Great. And someone who did that already is <laughs> <laughs> Kelly calling from California. So let's great. bring her on. Great. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good. Um, my question has to do with transformation around money. Mm-hmm. I uh, seem to always not always. I seem to be frequently in the negative and getting bank overdraft fees, and I am trying <laughs> to uh, to stay positive in my bank account and um, just wondering what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been going on for a while, right? Yes. Even, yes. When, even when you were really rolling in the dough. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so this is a deep underlying issue. Um, it, it's a it's a familiar thing too. When I look at your first family, so your parents and all of that, I see them feeling odd about money or uncomfortable about it. D- do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, it, I would say my parents were in the same situation most mm-hmm. of their life, if mm-hmm. not con- still. Well, what I remember when I was growing up, and my mom feels differently now, but we grew up quite poor, and so my mother always felt like. I think to kind of validate our poverty, you know, she made it sound like rich people had a bad thing in life, you know, that maybe they didn't have good families or, you know, they were just too into materialism. I think that's what my mom kind of said, because then it didn't look so bad that we are poor, you know? Right. And that's right. kind of similar things where there's this um, kind of acceptance of negativity regarding wealth. And the truth is everyone's an individual, you know, and wealthy and poor people have positive and negative components to their being. And so money really doesn't have a place in it, right? So so if you could start looking at wealthy people, or even if you're like on the internet looking at um, magazines or, you know, news that's going across, looking at wealthy people and start appreciating them and, and really 
thinking about how wonderful their lifestyle is and how lucky they are and, and that they're happy and they have good relationships. You know, kind of get down to the nitty gritty. I think you'll start healing whatever lack you're feeling that's preventing you from having wealth because you've been rolling in the dough before and it still doesn't hadn't worked out. So there's this balance that needs to be healed so that as the money comes in that you save whatever percentage you need to, you pay your bills on time because you have enough money to do so, and that you feel incredibly comfortable in the wealth. Right. Okay. Have you tried that before? Um, yes, a little. You know, I uh, when I do think about appreciation, I definitely have thought about that before, but mm-hmm. I also find a little bitterness uh, there as well. <laughs> like, Good. wouldn't it be nice, you know? Um, yeah. I think that's perfect that you said that because that's the piece that we want to go away. So, you know, that it's it's okay to, when, when there's something that we want that other people have, our job really is to have incredible gratitude for them. So it, whenever there's been a time in my life where someone has gotten what I want before I wanted it, I work really hard at, oh, God, that's so great for them. Because then I know it's going to happen to me as well around the corner because I'm really appreciating the whole thing and not feeling bitter about it. So that's, mm. that's really good about that bitterness that you brought up. I think that is a big key in it. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a huge key in it, yeah. Any recommendations of how to go from just saying you have incredible gratitude to actually feeling you have it? To, I, you have to practice. So maybe yeah. even if you can Google some young families that are wealthy, whether they're celebrities or people that you know in the news, and maybe you have a great appreciation for a new marriage and a young family because you have one. And so that's right. something you can relate to. Um, okay. And, and then pick maybe stars or celebrities um, who have great integrity, you know, people that mm. you would aspire to be like or that you are really appreciative of the, of what they do in the world. And I think okay. that will really help, you know, that. Okay. Okay? Great. Yeah. Thank you, Marie. Good luck. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to Chris in Bellevue. Hi, Chris. Hello. How are you? Well, I'm... I, kind of have some health issues no, going on. Kid, you've got a lot of stuff going on. It's just like, I, I wrote down your name. I always have a little piece of paper and a pencil or a pen so I can make notes. And I circled it and I started to shake my head a little and draw these little energy things around you. You have a lot going on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why don't we get to your, your question and then I'll move on from there. Okay. So what's your question? Um, my question is, um, I'm I'm really wondering if it's just in my, my mind and if it's something that I really should go through with, um, you know, getting, looking into uh, what's going on medically. Mm-hmm. Well, because I really feel like it's just, maybe I'm just overreacting or maybe I'm just making it happen. Right. Well, it is possible that there is a psychosomatic situation that's putting your body into disarray. Your endocrine system is awake for me. It's highlighted not in a positive way, but more in a frantic way. So your endocrine glands are overworking. Your thymus gland looks tired. Your thyroid gland is weaking at me. So you're having hormones that are kind of misfiring or overfiring or having some problems. Um, but knowing that, so, so those things, I'll give you homework assignments for those. But knowing the type of person that you are from my brief exploration into your mind is that you're someone who won't forget about what's going on until someone tells you that it's okay. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're going to worry about this until you go see a doctor and he'll say, you're okay. Or this isn't some catastrophic disease. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it would be good to go in, you know, even maybe you haven't had your annual checkup, let's say, and go into your nurse practitioner or your 
your OBGYN and have some blood tests drawn and let them know what you've been experiencing lately because I think that's important. And, and then what I'm going to ask that you do, because I'm in your solar plexus, that's the third chakra, it's about self-love and it governs the immune system. Is your mother still living? Yes. Is there issues with her? Mm-hmm, not that I'm aware of. Okay, so do you guys get along well and, and all that good stuff? Yes, fairly. Okay, because when I look at your solar plexus, it's fairly gray in color and there's a strong ring around it. So that can mean to me that you have a parent that's a little bit controlling or manipulative. Is that true? No, I don't live anywhere near my parents, and I don't really, I mean, I just, right. But, I don't talk with them, but not because I don't want to, just because we just aren't close. Uh-huh. Um, so was anybody kind of manipulative when you were a kid? No. No. Okay. So I'm going to ask that you look at that. Like, ask some of your childhood friends or siblings if they think one of your parents might be mani- manipulative. Is your mom kind of negative? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so sometimes in the negativity that can be manipulative. Manipulation isn't like someone's just going to be screaming at you and forcing you. That is one way someone's forcing you to do something or telling you to do something, like in a controlling way. Manipulation can be um, kind of undercover. That's why a lot of people don't know they're being manipulated (laughs) because it's, it's not very clear. And so when I see your mom, I see her negative, and through her negative outlook on life, and I don't blame her, I think uh, I can understand why she came to those thought processes and belief systems, it's, it's manipulating for you because you have to go through all her negativity and it's not very supportive because it's hard for her to be a cheerleader. Do you know what I mean? Mm, not so much. My whole family, we're very distant. We don't mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. we just don't even bother with each other. Right. Well, when I'm looking at a solar plexus like I'm looking at yours, I'm in your childhood. So it's not necessarily about right now because it takes a long time to develop autoimmune problems and they kind of cook in your body. Um, for a while before they start to, usually before they start to create an effect. So I apologize for saying anything that was, you know, unkind about your mom, but it's just what what I'm picking up on, right? Okay, so what I would love for you to do is to start falling in love with you. Have you ever done any mirror work? Any what? Mirror work, where you look in the mirror and you say something like, I am learning to fall in love with this woman. Have you tried anything like that before? I I do, actually. I'm really... I do that kind of stuff every day. Good. Kind of, Good. How I always l- thought it was different that way that, in that n- I do that. In a way, you are different because a lot of people don't do that naturally. So how long have you been doing that? Um, for years. Good. Okay. And so yeah. do you feel loving towards yourself when you do it? Yeah, I pretty much, I'm, I try to, I try to always think of positive mm-hmm. things about, I try not to allow po- negative, negative thoughts um, in mm-hmm. um, as far as, you know, self towards myself or even especially towards others. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I really do try to make sure that I, I don't allow anything negative in. That's really good. That's wonderful. Somehow these wonderful, positive things that you've been saying, aren't they're just not kind of like getting in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so do you have children? Yes. Okay. So you know how much you love your kids? Mm-hmm. Um, how is the love that you have for yourself... Where does it compare to the love that you have for your kids? If you were going to, let's say the amount of love you have for your kids is 100 points, where do you think your self-love is in comparison to that? Um, well, to be totally honest, I would say 87. 87 was the number that came into my okay. head. Okay, and that's an excellent, excellent number. So, you know, I'm a little baffled why I'm in your solar plexus and why it looks the way it does because you're reporting accurately, but somehow something's off. You know what I mean? 
it's my my health issues have to, a lot to do with my my um, my lower digestive system. Right, but the digestive. I don't know if that's if yes. that has something to do. I was thinking, uh-huh. I was kind of hoping that maybe I could find out if it was something like a. You said the spine was the will, and my uh-huh. spine has been hurting, but from old injuries that have just started coming up, but also um, the issues have been with my with my uh, lower digestion. Right. And the solar plexus governs your digestive system, including your stomach, and it's all about self-love. So when, oh. when we love ourselves, when we really feel an emotion of self-love, that helps our immune system, the digestive system, the stomach, all of that. And so even though... You know, we're talking about similar things the way you're experiencing how you feel about yourself and the way I'm experiencing how you feel about yourself is very different. Because if I were to pick a number between 100 and 0, I would have put you at 40, not oh, wow. not, not 87. Oh. Yeah. That's what I would have picked anyway. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to suggest, because you're already doing a lot of things I would have asked you to do. Thank you so much. It's wonderful. I'm going to ask that you start doing some flip switching. And, and if you already do this, that's great, too. It's where if you notice when you're being sad or unhappy or worrying, which is something that you tend to do a lot of, not just about yourself, but other people. I, that's what I pick up. Is that true, that you worry? Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So when you're noticing that you're having negative thoughts, if you could stop your mind and think of something that will make you feel happy for 17 seconds, because 17 17 seconds of happy feeling, you have to hold that 17 seconds consistently, um, and which is challenging. A lot of people think it's really easy to be happy for 17 seconds, but it's challenging for most human beings. And 17 seconds of happy feeling will erase thousands of hours of negativity, because I think your frequency and your vibration is lower than your consciousness. So you're having this interesting dichotomy. You answer things well. You obviously are well-read. You, you know what you need to do. But you're still having health issues. And so your energy isn't matched up with your consciousness. You know, your vibration, your frequency need to be upgraded or uplifted, which should help you have more intense feelings of love for yourself as well. Okay. So why don't you try that and then get back to me and let me know how that works. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's talk to Nicola calling from Bellingham. Hi, Nicola. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. And thank you so much for the class last night. It was fabulous. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Do you think that was an intense class too? Oh, yeah, but it was an intense topic. <laughs> okay, well, that's what Karen said. She goes, that's because none of us want to let go. We just oh, don't want to let go. <laughs> it's so timely. I think you could do a few of those. I'm actually, um, Karen and I were talking about it. I am going to be at the East-West Bookshop in Seattle, which has a much bigger um, room there and versus the one in Bothell that I'll be at next Friday. And so on August 20th, I will teach a class there on embracing what is, which is what I taught last night. So, yep, in August, on August August 20th, it'll be there. I'll put it down on my calendar. Wonderful. So what can I do for you? Well, I actually wanted you to um, talk a little bit more about embracing because we didn't cover it last night. We, we didn't cover it last night? They, uh, well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. So embracing, that, that's a really good question. Embracing is, embracing is loving, appreciating, liking where you are right now, even if it isn't where you want to be. Or in some cases, like some of the people that I spoke to last night, they didn't believe that they had problems in their life. And clearly they did. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, as they described their life, we're all going, yeah, that's kind of a problem. So, <laughs> so being realistic about, oh, I have a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to embrace it. You know, so 
to me, it's about like Mike. Here, here's an example, and then I'd love to hear what you, what you want to embrace so we can work with that. Um, I'm going to eventually move out of my house. I don't know when, and I'd love to have a house with a view. It doesn't have to be on the water, but I'd love to have a view. So I'm embracing the house I'm in. Because it's a lovely home. It's been a great place for my children and I to live. Great neighborhood. While I'm also putting energy towards manifesting the next home. So a lot of people think they have to hate where they are or their job. Or they have to dislike something to walk away from it. But I think it's important to embrace where you are. And then other things can come into your energy system. So what is something that you're wanting to embrace? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> okay, what's something that you can't embrace that feels challenging to you? Uh, gardening. Okay. <laughs> Got any teenagers? No. Okay, neighborhood teenagers? Because <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so when you're out there gardening, you know, embracing the worms, you know, letting, feeling the breeze on your face, because you guys have great breeze in Bellingham, you know, getting some really beautiful plants, because that's what I do when I have to do gardening. I just go get some plants that I really like so that I have to plant them, which makes me pull weeds <laughs> at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, finding something about a situation that you truly can authentically feel good about. Oh, I see. Okay. So that's what embracing is about. And generally, the stuff we don't want to do is what we need to embrace. And that will help it to change because that will transmit transfuse the energy. Uh, Last weekend I was gardening and to me it's a very overwhelming experience because I'm the only one in the house right now. Uh And I was uh, going out to garden and pull weeds and I just said, okay, creation, if you could just somehow send me some help. And my next door neighbor came out of the house and weeded with me for like Uh an hour. We had so much fun. So ask for help too. That's a, if you're working hard to embrace it, then you can ask for help and then help will come in mysterious ways. Beautiful. Can you see something or about uh, you? Yeah. Do you have a specific question, or you just want me to do a general? Yeah, a general would be good. Okay. Have you been yeah, having it, Have you been having any headaches right now? Yes. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm at the back of your head, and it's not comfortable for me. Do you yeah. ha- Do you have a history of headaches? I do. Uh-huh. Yeah, right side. Okay. So h- historically, for me, people who have headaches, um, actually, the the situation is because they're blocking their intuition. And, mm-hmm. and we, I remember talking to you last night before you left, and we know that you do block a little bit of your intuition or your desires, perhaps. It's one way to look at it. So, you know, you, you talked a little bit about something that you might want to do in your life professionally. So maybe if you can embrace that, that will trigger some of your intuition and stop the headache. So when you get headaches, ask yourself or the heavens, you know, just kind of talk to the walls or the room and say, what is it that I don't want to look at? What is it that I'm, I'm afraid to see? Oh, that's beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, and, and I hope the headache goes away. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sending energy your way. Oh, uh, thank you. I can feel it. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Okay, have a great day, and thanks for your work. You're so welcome. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. And we're going to take a little break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we will be right back. Looking for a weekend getaway in a beautiful setting and the opportunity to further empower yourself? Well, then join Marie in Sun Valley, Idaho for the 12th annual Sun Valley Wellness Festival, May 22nd through the 25th. Marie will be a presenter at this year's festival and will be teaching the class The Energy Medicine Experience on May 24th, as well as a three-hour workshop, Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life, on May 25th. 
This is a great festival full of incredible speakers and activities. For more information, visit www.sunvalleywellness.org. Looking for a great place to get the word out about your business? Then why not advertise on the Marie Menu Cherry Show? The Marie Menu Cherry Show reaches a diverse group of listeners from all around the world and was just recently voted one of the top five shows on KKNW. Aside from a professional website, how many outlets do you really have to promote your business and literally reach across the globe? The Marie Manucheri Show has a listening audience that ranges from the U.S., Scotland, South Africa, to Australia, and beyond. Become part of the show and let the world know what you have to offer. Go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671 to find out more about advertising on the Marie Manucheri Show. Rates are reasonable, and the opportunity to grow your business is substantial. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Come as you are. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie Manu Cherry. Our show is where energy and medicine meet. We are live here in Seattle. It's oh, about 36 minutes afternoon, and we still have callers on the line. So who do we have, Eric? Right now we've got Sharon on the line calling from Arizona. Hi, Sharon. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm good. So how warm is it there right now? Actually, we've had a cold blast. So really? It's cold, yes. Really? <laughs> Which so is unusual. What's yeah. cold in Arizona? Well, I'm up in the mountains, so, oh. and it froze last night. So really? We actually got a little bit of snow yesterday, oh, which that was... so <laughs> lovely. It was. It was beautiful. Oh, especially yeah. with all the red rock and everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. what can I do for you today? Well, um, to start with, I am very mystical, I guess, is uh-huh. the right word for it. Mm-hmm. And um, I teach all over the world, oh. and I've been... Um, actually experiencing a lot of mediumship as I teach. Wonderful. Very interesting. Wonderful. What happened in January, I was teaching a class, and outside my left eye was like um, I saw a crystal. Mm -hmm. It was like I was looking through a crystal glass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then in the first part of March, I had an experience. It was almost like a a time warp kind of thing Mm -hmm. where I went into another dimension. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure exactly what that, you know, what that means. If Mm -hmm. it was, um, you did, you're you're accurate. You did go into another dimension. Literally. The crystal is kind of a doorway actually. And there is another being besides this crystal that kind of beckons you in, sort of speak. Uh, so I know I'm interrupting you, but did you feel okay during those experiences? It or? actually was wonderful. Okay, all right. Yes, I did. There okay. was no pain. It was it was a little unnerving because I was right in the middle of. T- oh my gosh, <laughs> that um, would be I was, so I was, scary. I had extra energy, so it didn't give me a problem at all. Okay, and mm-hmm. and so do you have a question about this, or did you? I you know I I really don't know what's going on with it. The right. mediumship is getting so strong that. Um, in classes, it's like, you know, the whole families are lining up. There. Oh, it's beautiful. And yes, it is. It's wonderful. A little freaky for my students, you know. But <laughs> because, <laughs> anyway. you, because you didn't do that before? I did it, but, you know, I didn't tell anybody. And <laughs> that that actually translated in my body. For it, I had severe shakes. Right. So I made a real strong decision to not do that anymore so the energy wasn't being stopped. Right. 
Yeah. So what I'm picking up on, and I know you're smart and obviously very talented, is that I think you need to do a little bit more grounding. And obviously you live in a very ground earth place, you mm-hmm. know, where it's beautiful soil everywhere and heavy rocks and all of those things. Because mm-hmm. your body is going through a lot of, um, I call it calibration, where you're being calibrated, uh-huh. right, to different frequencies. And you have been fighting it a little bit, like when you talked about how you didn't used to tell your students. And what right. the universe is, and you already know this, was asking you to do is to come clean on everything. Don't hold oh. anything back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think that's true? Oh, I'm sure of that. I'm sure. Yeah. I've I've been working on the grounding about a year ago. I was so ungrounded, so I've had some great progress with that, and I I know I need to do better. And so when you're doing your medium work or something new is happening and you're freaked out because now you're going to have to tell everybody on the planet... You know what you're doing. Tell yourself you're safe while you're doing your grounding work. You know, okay. Tell yourself that you're very, very safe because I am a little bit worried about your health. I mean, I, I know you get back to balance. You get exhausted and wiped out, mm-hmm. and then you do vitamins and rest, and you get back. But mm-hmm. I would love for you to stay in balance and not have yeah. so many of these kind of, you know, energetic <laughs> health stuff going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. yeah I do. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. and if you could. Um, Stay on the line, and um, Karen uh, can get you uh, your email address, and I'll send you an exercise that I use mm-hmm. to help me do some detachment. It'll just take too long, though, to explain online, but I'll be happy to email it to you. It might take me a couple of days, okay. um, but she'll, if you stay on the line, she'll do that. And, and do you have any other questions? Um, I've just had some really amazing, very vivid dreams, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it all leads to actually being a healer. Yeah, you are a healer. And um, when I was real young, I had a leukemia and oh. had a visitation from angels. Oh, nice. And I, yes, it was, it was beautiful. But where I'm at right now is I'm, I'm just kind of in kind of a limbo as to if what I'm doing now is actually going towards that or if I need to, like, look at different options. Well, I think that I think that where you are right now is great. I think things okay. are moving well. But if you keep coming clean, then the changes can come forward. Okay. Right? Because I think ultimately you will probably do some more mentorship mm-hmm. and some and some healing on the students. You know, some direct hands-on healing because you know healing comes in in so many ways: a cup of tea, yeah. a walk in the forest, right? Um, yeah. But, but I do think you're going to have more of a home base rather than this major traveling that you're doing. You can certainly travel, but I think you're going to have kind of a home base coming up. Well, I'm actually booked out three years. So. Okay. So maybe in yeah. three years you'll have some <laughs> home base work. And three years is a decent amount of time right. to be able to work yeah. this out, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so come clean because that's really where the gifts will just grow and expand uh-huh. and get crazy fun. Is yeah. coming clean. Everyone yeah. will love it. Well, I'm finding that they are entertained. It's they very love it. Um, they and love I'm pretty it. gregarious about it. So Good. I, you know, I, I make a lot of, you know, I, I really work with it. Now, I'm an artist, and mm-hmm. I, I really feel like my work is channeled, because many times I'll look back and wonder how I even did what I did. I agree. It, Oh, good. I okay. absolutely positively agree. Yes, it's, it is okay. channeling. It's beautiful. Thank you so oh, much. thank you. And thank you for thank all the work you do in the world. We, all of us appreciate that. Thank you so oh, much. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. Uh-huh. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Now let's talk to Tammy in Orlando, Florida. Hi, Tammy. 
Hi, it's Cammie. Cammie. Hi, Cammie. How are you? Hi, nice to hear you. And it was nice to know another artist was on the call before me. <laughs> oh, I know. You are such a great artist. So um, how are you doing? How was spring break? Spring break was great. It was relaxing. Even though I went to work, it was relaxing for my daughter. <laughs> oh, and, good. Um, yeah, he needs to relax. He's yeah, my, I agree. I wound up one. <laughs> I agree. That little love sweetheart needs to relax. I completely I agree. Yeah. What can I do but, for you? Um, yeah, the good news is, though, and I call it good news, is my husband was laid off. He was one of the, I know, 4,000 people laid off, and we were very lucky that they gave him a six-month... Um, Severance. Nice. Yeah, so, nice. And so, but he jumped right in, and he signed up to get his MBA. Oh, and that... in the meantime, he's got to take the bar exam down here because, as you know, he's got the Washington State Bar, but right. that's the Florida Bar. And he's very upbeat, and he's networking every which way. I know, but he's not taking any of my advice. Okay. <laughs> you know, didn't I say breathe, take a nap, yeah. rest, don't work 50, 60-hour weeks, you know, things like that. And, of course, he got laid off, which is truly a blessing, an absolutely complete blessing for him. And you know it, and he knows it. And he's already getting his master's and and uh, and get pat taped studying for a bar. <laughs> I mean, so... Um, so how can we get him to sneak in some sort of vacation? Yeah, I don't know. You know, the money's very tight. We gotta, oh, you know, yeah. think about, you know. I never worry about we, you guys. You guys always we do great. Sell the house or try to and need no. Houses. You don't need don't to. Know. You don't need to sell or move or do anything. Everything's going to be fine. Okay. I, love I, that I get word. thumbs up everywhere. And and the word fine is a good word, but if you're going to use a language, how about everything's going to turn out better than we could possibly imagine? Oh, yeah. I love those. I'll, I'll, that'll be my mantra. Great. So give that to him, too, because he'll run with it. And, and your daughter, when she's not being a teenager, will do yeah. that, you know. Um, but, yeah, I get thumbs up all around me. So don't sell. Don't do anything. It's all going to be fine. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay. And keep me posted. Okay, you know I will. I love seeing you on Facebook. Too. I love that too, Cammy. Thank you so when you, much. When are you guys going to start Twittering? We'll be Twittering. Oh, you. I know. Okay, I don't know if I have time to Twitter. <laughs> I just don't know. I, I'm kind of like really busy. I don't know if I can Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, you, you'll, you'll find time when it's ready. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks a lot, Marie. You're welcome. Bye, bye, Cammy. All right, let's go on to Marlene in Kirkland. Hi, Marlene. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully. I'm so happy to have this opportunity to speak with you. Oh, that's lovely. What can I do for you? Well, I'm having some concerns about my health. Yeah, At me least, too. I think it's my health. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of deep work. Mm-hmm. And... Um, what happens at this time of the year, maybe perhaps a little earlier, is that my energy mm-hmm. really leaves me very quickly, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I have a tendency to burn out really fast. Mm-hmm. And um, also, um, I have just—I'm crying all the time. But oh, good. it's not about any sadness or oh, good. anything. It's—I'm just—I can feel. I'm so glad you're crying because the first thing I wrote down before you said, or right around the time you were saying health stuff is I wrote the word colon and the colon's about not letting go. And Uh so when you're crying and you don't know exactly why you're crying, but you're feeling that means you're letting go. 
So this makes me very happy. But the reason why this time of year is hard for you is because you have some underlying allergies. And you may not manifest them through sneezing and all that, but you have all these antibodies that are running, you know, with antigens in your body and it's taxing you. So I would consider talking to, you know, either go to Seattle Supplements or PCC or speak to a naturopath or holistic physician and find Uh some really great herbs, you know, like nettles or bee pollen that are good for your body and help um, with the allergy season. Oh, well, I do know that uh, I am allergic to gluten, so I'm very careful Mm -hmm. about that. Right, but this isn't this isn't not ingestible. This is like what's happening in the air, and so oh, you've underlined. Oh. That's why you don't know you have them because you're not symptomatic. You know, you may sneeze every once in a while, but you're not symptomatic like most people who have allergies. But oh. yet your body's, it's like under attack because the allergens coming in, and then you're re, you're releasing antibodies to combat the allergen, and that's why you're worn out and tired. Oh, so it's not my thyroid because I usually I have seasonal affectiveness disorder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, occurs um, when we don't get as much light in the mm-hmm. winter. Well, I keep I, getting allergies. So, oh, okay. Yes, Excellent. and you yeah. know, and things like bee pollen and nettles, they're actually really great for our health. But I would prefer that you talk to someone about it, right? Mm-hmm. So that because that's that's just an important and safe way to go around it. Oh, and then Excellent. and then you can give it a shot and see if it works, and okay. you feel like Excellent. your energy comes back. Yes, and uh, I was wondering if you could tell me anything about my relationship, my emotions and my feelings in uh, my relationship with my youngest daughter, if that has anything to, if you see anything there. Okay, sure, I will. And are you in a partnership? No. Okay, good. <laughs> because I wasn't feeling good about that particular relationship, but there isn't one, so that's good. I'm relieved, uh-huh. actually. So uh, the daughter... Hmm. You know, some people are just very strong-willed. She is. Yeah, and it's okay that she's strong-willed. You just Uh kind of have to let her be strong-willed and still say what you feel or think or believe, right? Yeah. And not be worried if she accepts it or doesn't, which she may not most Uh of the time. So can you just embrace the relationship the way it is? Just embrace it. Yes. Because she's lovely. She she has this... She has this interesting rule. Anybody who um, uh, criticizes her or judges her is out of her life. <laughs> well, it's not a bad rule. <laughs> it's not a bad rule. I have to be really careful. Well, and if she says that feels like you're criticizing, just say that's not my intention and right. I, I adore you, uh-huh. you know, and, and all of those things. But, yeah, she's she's a little challenging, but she's in the next Oh, three to four years, she's going to start to make some, some shifts oh, in her wonderful. own personal relationships, and then she'll reevaluate your relationship. Okay. But uh, she loves you very much, and don't worry about it. She's not going to kick you out of the family line. Oh, it's good. all good. Still <laughs> say how you feel, you know, and if she says you're being critical, then tell her, well, that wasn't my intention. Because okay. I don't really think you are being critical, personally. I'm not. Yeah. It's, it's always, I always come from love. Yeah, that's how you it feels. You tell mothers, that's how they do things, and I I'm really looking at how I say things. Right. Good. Good. To That's her. excellent. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So excellent. I, I'm not worried about it. Just say how you feel and then come back with, I'm not criticizing you. Okay. Very good. Okay. And I'll check out the nettles and Thank you. That, you'll feel a lot better. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a good uh-huh. day. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to Catherine in Seattle. 
Hi, Catherine. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm good. Thank you. What thanks, can I do for you today? Thanks for taking my call. You're well, when so I, welcome. When I heard that you were talking about surrender, I just couldn't believe <laughs> it because <laughs> I have come to surrender recently with my career and livelihood. Yay! Um, path, but only because I was just so fed up, you know. <laughs> but when I did it, it um, it felt so good that I recognized that it was a spiritual move. Excellent. And uh, now I just want to be able to hear my inner wisdom as clearly as possible. Mm. And I don't want fear or any other blocks in my way. And Mm. so I was wondering, do you see, is there anything that I can do to make sure that I hear? Because I'm really tired of, um, you know, I really want to be on my path. I'm tired of messing around. (laughs) I think that's wonderful. So embrace the fact that you've been messing around. (laughs) <laughs> so that you're not hard and critical on yourself. Because that's yeah. a big way of letting go is the embrace part, even though I never got to that in class last night mm-hmm. or get to talk about it on the air. And this is, of course, about personal transformation because you've identified something and you're making the choices, even though one of them feels like it was forced by, well, you left your job on your own. Is that true? Well, well I had uh, my own practice okay. that All I right. did end. And I, I feel like, you know, I'm passionate about, that path, and mm-hmm. there's other paths that have come forward to me that I feel really passionate about, but no open doors. Right. And so I'm just, I finally just had to say, okay, I'm just, I, I don't know what else to do. Right. And so here's what I'm getting as you talked about your practice is that whatever the practice was, you need to blend it with energy medicine. Okay. You know, and people don't have to do direct hands on to move energy. It's, it's not necessary. You can learn to manipulate and move energy in the air through positive and wonderful intention. Um, so through energy medicine. So that's what I would start studying is energy medicine where you, get, you take books or you take classes or whatever you need to do so you can start to understand the chakra system and subatomic particles and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I think you should do. Okay. What do you think? That was not that was not on my agenda at all. I know. And guess what? Most people do not know what their natural gifts and talents are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's going to be a combination of taking two, uh, if you will, kind of occupations that have some similarity and weaving them together. Mm-hmm. That that's what it's it's going to happen. Okay. And so embrace, you know, what happened, embrace everything that happened and ask the universe to help you to see clearly, actually don't even ask, just start having gratitude Just say, thank you so much for helping me to see my destiny, my path so clearly. Okay. And, and when you take those classes, let me know how they feel, because that's when you'll know if that's part of your path. If you go there and you're all excited and you're happy and you have a good time, that's a sign. <laughs> When when you take a class and it's boring and it's no fun and you can't wait till you run out of the room, that's also a sign. Well, I, you know, I've definitely studied energetic medicine before, and I and I like it. I've never, I mean, you know, I use it for myself, but I've never thought of, I've never been interested in using it with other people right. in any way. Well, that I'm may more, just change. You're more, you're more what? I'm more drawn towards art and writing and, and combining art as an energetic center, therapy, maybe. Sure. Sure. And, and that's, that's wonderful. Art therapy is great. That's energy, too, right? Mm-hmm. But, but when you're dealing with someone, because I thought that you were actually a therapist, that, well, that, that was the feeling that came across. Uh-huh, I am. Right. When you're working with someone, if you can see or feel their wound in their body, 
Mm-hmm. You don't even have to put your hand there. You can just be present with the wound while they're talking about something, and then you're releasing the energy. It allows therapy work to move like lightning. It can, you know, a person can move through something that may have normally taken five years in less than a year. And so that's why energy medicine, I think, needs to be combined in therapy. Oh, and, I see. And for you, particularly, personally for you. I mean, I do agree with that generally, but not everyone wants to do that. But I think that you will understand it. I think it will be great for healing yourself, even at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to move your clients and your patients much, much deeper, mm-hmm. quicker. And okay. you're going to love the results, and then you'll be done with them, and then you'll get another one, and you won't get bored. <laughs> I never get I never get bored with people's processes. Okay. That's why I'm so interested in this work. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, I kind of saw some, like, oh, why are we still working on this thing? Is that true? Um, no, I mean, no. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get bored with myself around that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So please go study energy medicine. Okay. All right? Thanks. All right. Thank you. Okay. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to Beth calling from Linwood. Hi, Beth. Oh, hello. Sorry, I heard a little noise there in the background. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good. Um, I'm calling today because I have... um, uh, Let go and let God has been my mantra for many, many, many years. (laughs) And now your back's hurting? And my back's really bad, yeah. It's, and it's not just my back, but it's, I was in a car accident a few years ago and broke ribs and, and my spine and all kinds of things. But the pain is like from my neck all the way down my spine, like my entire spine. And um, so I'm wondering what that's about. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem to be getting... I, I've come to a place where um, it's sort of it's, I'm not getting any better at this point. I've gotten... Lots and lots better over this last three years, but um, now I've sort of stuck, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Well, you are absolutely right. That beautiful prayer that you gave uh, and said out loud definitely will would affect if it if it was going to affect a part of the body, it would go towards the spine. The entire spine from C1 to the tip of your coccyx is about your will. And so you're surrendering your will, but apparently you haven't completely surrendered. It's like you've surrendered mentally, but maybe not in your day-to-day life. Is that true? Hello? Is that true? Um, I'm, well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm thinking, I don't That's know. Okay. Surrendering in my day-to-day life. I'd have to really yeah. think about that. Yeah. So like, let's say... Um, you know, you wake up in the morning and it's raining outside and you had plans to do something very different. Can you just easily go into a new plan? And Pretty much, yeah. Okay, that's good. Very, that, that's very a, flexible. That's a form of surrendering. So what are the areas of your life that feel like you can't surrender? Gosh, you know what? I don't know because I, I really, I, I truly believe in my life that um, I'm directed in just about everything that happens in my life. That mm-hmm. I seem to be directed in that area and mm-hmm. that's the direction I go. Do you feel um, overly responsible for things? No. Mm-hmm. I have a job that is, um, you know, right now I'm, for this very short period of time, I'm fostering uh, three babies, mm-hmm. and I'm 54 years old, kind so that's been a little difficult. But, it, <laughs> but that's just for, it's not, I mean, this has been a, such an ongoing long process with my back. This has just been going on for a couple of months. I know. I know, but there are probably things prior to that because people who tend to be overly responsible, you know, it's not like they just wake up one day and they're that way. They've been that way for a long time and you may not even recognize, you know, that's a huge responsibility. So I would kind of look at all the things that you're responsible for and really check in to see if it's something that you truly want 
to do for you, not for other people, not for the greater good of mankind, but just for you? And if the answer is no, I would make some changes in your life. Okay. Okay? Yes. And and let me know how your back does. I'd love to know. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful Uh day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, everyone, it's almost 1 o'clock, so we're going to be going off the air. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. And Karen, let me know that the the class in August is actually the 7th of August at East West Bookstore in Seattle. Not the 20th, the 7th. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Joyful blessings. See you next week. Bye-bye.